Welcome gamers to this week's episode of Last Call Gaming. We're on episode number 54. My name is Craig Perales and the man that likes to mix his jack with his coke. Man, you want me? Bug snacks. Buggin' snacking. So Andrew, instead of a normal beer like we normally do, he decided to bring over a fucking fifth of Jack and a two-liter bottle of Coke. So we are drinking Jack and Cokes. He decided to look a little classy today, so I decided to dress up a little as well. So I appreciate the sentiment. Well, I actually had to go to work today. And um, as for the birds, I'm running on melatonin right now. It sounded like a good idea until I poured it. It was so funny because when I called you, or when you called me, whoever called who, and you're like, "Yeah, I got a, I'm getting a Jack and Coke." I was like, "I don't think we've done like a cocktail traditionally in like a minute." It's been a while. It has been a while. I think the last one we did was either it was either the brunt, brunt, yeah, brunch, yeah, brunch. Yeah, then we do like a sham- then we do like mimosas or something. Yeah, we did a mimosa one, and then we've also done the. Hawaiian pineapples too. That was good stuff. So before we get into the episode, guys, I do want to make an announcement. Um, so you know we do contest. A while back on episode fifty or episode fifty-four, so it's now been four weeks. We had two winners, and we were giving away two games. We've reached out and got a hold of Daniel Backstrom, winner one, and we're taking care of that. We have not heard, and I'm hope I'm saying it right. I think it's Shana uh, Gallica, C H. A-I-N-A-G-A-L-I-C-A. So if you are watching this, you were a winner. We have not been able to get a hold of you. I've, I've, I've checked the emails. I've checked the YouTube comments. So get a hold of us because if we do not hear from you by, the, by next week's episode, we're going to relaunch the giveaway for somebody and probably do like a four-week span of it. Right, right. So I, I personally gone through the comments. I think I even did on more than one video looking for your stuff just to make sure there's nothing there. There's no way to message anyone on YouTube anymore. So without you going through the emails, lastcallproductions at gmail.com, you can just title it something winner with the correct information and stuff like that, so that way we can verify whatever. But either way, like Craig was saying, if we don't hear from you by next week's episode, then we're just going to launch it again, and yeah, we ne- do. next week could be number yeah, one, and whoever it is, yeah. So um, please reach out to us because we want to make sure you get it. You won. I don't know why you wouldn't still be watching it and collect your prize. So uh, do that because I'd hate for you. I ha- I would hate for us to relaunch it and then we hear from you. Yeah, but in all fairness, it li- by next week it will have been at least like five six weeks. Yeah, from we, when we, we announced the winner. So that's more than enough time. Yeah. So and so shout out to Daniel Backstrom because um, I I know you want Final Fantasy Seven. I'm going to go pick it up. I went to go to GameStop to go grab it the other day. They were out. Oh, so is that had... why you told me they were closed yeah. and you showed up early? I was, yeah. I, so GameStop's normally open at like 10. So I get there because I was going to Walmart to grab, uh, I think, beer or something. And I'm sitting outside and they don't open till noon. I was like, God damn it. But when I went there, they didn't have the game in stock. And they said they were going to send it from, I think, Kingman or ha- I think Havasu is closed. From Kingman down there. So I got to go. I'll probably go there tomorrow and pick it up for you. And I'll get you shipped out. But... Shayna Gallica, if that is the name, reach out because we don't want you to miss out on that, and I'd hate for you to miss out on that. So, you snooze, you lose. <laughs> you snooze, you lose, you little shit. So let's get into um, obviously the point of conversation: the Xbox Showcase 2020. Very um, split in terms of reception. I, on one hand, um, enjoyed it. Um, Andrew, on the other hand, I think slightly disagrees with me. So let's get into it, and I, w- I just want to start with this. So th- the showcase is about 56 minutes. Um, this is the big thing that Xbox was going to show off. Phil Spencer was saying how great it was going to be. So take that for what it is. What it did show off is 10 world premieres and 22 console launch games, essentially kind of 
massaging the concept that people need to get the Game Pass to utilize what Microsoft is trying to do. Is that a fair statement? I felt like, and again, and this is part of my, pro- we'll, we'll get to, you know, why we love or hate this thing. But with what, in regards to what you're saying, that's part of why I'm not too fond of this because I felt like this was supposed to be for the Series X. But I felt like this whole thing was just like a big Game Pass moment. That's all it was. And there's no denying the, the Game Pass is absolutely great. So everything on this list, boom, 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 you're getting on the Game Pass. Absolutely worth that fucking value. It's absolutely crazy that everything that they show, pretty much I, a majority of those games, I think there's like one or two maybe. No, I, are, I'm, I'm almost positive. They, I, they, I think they all, all yeah, they are. It. They're like, everything you saw today is on Game Pass. But like, yeah, I, I didn't want to speak out of turn on yeah. that. But I, yeah, like I was saying, they're all going to be on there. So again, this was more for the Game Pass. So if you're all about that life, then, I mean, there's plenty to come for. Yeah, it. so right then and there, it's split decision. Like, I looked at it as something that's, I'm going to get banged for my buck value-wise. So I like to showcase... Andrew, who's traditionally looking at it from like how a hardcore gamer would be wanting more games, they didn't really show that off. They just kind of said, here's some light trailers and here's what's coming, but it's all going to be on the Game Pass day and date. I'll just keep mine a little bit light. I mean, more really what it is, is I felt like this was their time to showcase what next gen is going to be. Because that's what they kept saying, is this is going to be our game showcase. This is going to be whatever. A lot of these games are launch exclusive, so they're probably going to come to other stuff. I think the big first party games, that the biggest would be Halo. They didn't really show too much of anything else that's like considered like first right. first party. And even still, like a lot of the bits were few and far between. And there's really only one game on there which we'll get to is Ori where they showed it running on the Series X. Like this is what the Series X could do for you and whatever. And that's more what I was expecting. I was expecting to see like Halo, but then show me Halo running on a regular Xbox one and then show me now what it can do on the Xbox Series X. Why I need to get that, what that console's for. I get that these other games are going to be on the Xbox one, but show, just take a couple aside and show me, you know what, this is what you're going to get if you stay where you are now, and that's cool and that's fine and everything, but if you're willing to take that step into the future with us, this is what you're going to yeah, get I as think, well. I think the big difference what PS5 did was actually showcase what sh- next gameplay. gen is. No, no load times, faster, you know, I mean, they, they there was a couple of games that kind of hit the 4K, the 60 FPS and stuff like that, so... From that point of view, I can see where this did let people down, going, well, we didn't see what the Xbox Series X did. This was essentially an hour-long advertisement to purchase the Game Pass or Game Pass Ultimate on the PC. But I will say before we get into this, because we're going to break down game by game, what they didn't have, essentially, in my point of view, was there no outside of Halo, there was no Block Horizon. There was no... Spider-Man. There right. was no God of War type game. There was no Uncharted. There was no Ghost of Tsushima. I was waiting besides Halo for a game that was going to be uh, the killer app. And I we didn't really see that and take that how you were. Maybe one of these games was that for you. I think for both of us, mutually speaking, there wasn't that. Yeah, I think we, I, I mean, we feel different about Halo because, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. But even I think Halo fell flat. So for me, during this whole thing, there was no get hype moment. Like, oh man, shit, this is it. This game is fucking stellar. This is badass. What you know, whatever the case may be, there was not this for that. Even if it was third party, like Sony's thing had Resident Evil Eight, and I understand that's coming to Xbox too. But the fact that they showed off something like that, you know, Resident Evil for me, that's my get hype. So. I didn't really see too many other people. I, there's a couple games in there, there whatever, I, but... Yeah, I would say arguably the game... That they, and we'll, it's the last thing they showed them, we'll get to it. The game they could have done that with was Fable, and you, they didn't really... They didn't, I don't think they handled it correctly with Fable. 
instead of just a cinematic. They should have showed us something, and we'll get there. So, anything else you want to add on that before we start diving into these games? No, we can go ahead and dive right in. Okay, so the first thing they did, which was obviously what everyone was expecting, was Halo Infinite. Now, it... It was probably the longest one out of all of them, outside maybe one or two other games. It's about a five-minute trailer, and it shows the concept of what's happening between Halo, uh, Master Chief, and the Ring, and I don't know the guy's name that found them, but he's there, and they're exploring, and it kind of goes straight into the gameplay. Now, look at it for how you will. I didn't think it looked terrible. Andrew was on the other side of that spectrum saying it looked like trash to you. Um, what made it look bad? I know... I know I think tweets have came out saying it's an old build of the of the beta, but what actually looked like terrible? I was watching it. I, we, I just rewatched it again. I don't think anything looked garbage. I think what more what it was too. Like if you look at the gun, especially compared to like because I played every Halo. Like li, the the gun, the textures just weren't there. The textures on the background map weren't there. Especially too. Like there was a lot of parts too. Um, where um, he would be looking around, and within your field of view, if you're looking down. You're looking up, you're looking up, you can't see the grass. When you're looking down, the grass just doesn't come in like this where you're kind of creeping it. It would go down and then be like, pop, like that tall already is what it is. So there's just like lots of really ugly popping. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that look good about it. But I think more to my point being is this is supposed to be a flagship title. This is supposed to be a game where you can show what the, you know, the, the Series X is supposed to do. This is supposed to look absolutely great. But I don't hear anyone saying, man, this game looks stunning it looks phenomenal all i hear is it didn't look bad <laughs> so well if that's the best you can come up with is it the gra graphically it looked fine then that's where the problem lies because i don't i don't have a problem with the gameplay or anything else i especially love some of the weaponry designs and stuff like that there's a lot of cool shit that they're doing with it but the best anyone can say graphically even though i don't play game for graphics but if this is your marquee title for why i should get the next console and it looks worse than i think halo 5 Last did gen. Yeah, and I and I think maybe what it could have been too is um, the slice that they showed off is just this big like open world, but you're not really kind of exploring it. Whereas like Halo, comparing it to Halo Five slice, they're running downhill with the tanks everywhere, and they you know what I'm talking yeah, about that yeah. premiere where you're going down with the squad and stuff like that. That looked like beautiful. I remember seeing that. That game didn't pan out as well as everyone wanted, but it showed a lot better. I think so. I, I, and here's the thing. I get what you're saying, and I, and I completely understand that, yeah, maybe it didn't look as good as it could have, but we know when the game comes out, it's going to look great. So, We're hoping. So I wasn't looking at, at, watching that, looking at it going, okay, it looks okay. I'm looking at more like, let's let's talk about what it actually showed, and that's what nobody else is saying. Let's, let's talk more of the grappling hook that looks badass when he's fighting the guy. Let's talk about how the map system looks a Open little better. World. How this game is going to be the largest one out of any title they've done. How it is going to be running, hopefully, at 60 frames per second. I mean, what was that shield equipment piece that he dropped? It was almost like the bubble shield from like the past Halos where you drop it down. I kind of like the idea that it's I only like one it. field of view versus completely surrounding you. I don't know how I feel about being able to shoot out of it, though. If it's something that's going to go into multiplayer, so I'm thinking of it from that perspective right, now. Right, right, So, uh, play, I mean, just from straight storyline perspective, I thought that was pretty cool. Did you happen to notice, and I didn't notice it until today, that when they were doing the open world map, 
there was the different objectives. Yes, yes. But it seemed like they were optional because next to each objective, it almost seemed like there was like a score, maybe like a point wise. So I don't know if the, you use that to upgrade or something yeah, like that. Yeah, interesting. But it almost seemed like there was different things. So it's not like you have to do everything. I could go blow up two things, just leave that one there, whatever. I want to continue the story and get the hell out of here. Doesn't that just completely change the foundation of what Halo is though? Halo is generally a chapter by chapter. I beat it. Cutscene. I play the next one. They're, it's not going to be like an open world mission hunter. I hope they don't do it too much because yeah, that is part of Halo. Is it doesn't really give you that room to go out there and like breathe, breathe from everything else, and it jams that story down your throat. And that's what I like about it. Even when there's breaks between the story, is it's not like when I do Metal Gear Solid Five, I get lost because. Okay, I did the story, but now I'm going to go play fucking it, uh, 10 hours of side stuff. Then when I get back to the story, I'm like, what was happening? Oh, yeah, that's right. I was doing this. Right. I and mean, that's the thing. Watch it again. Because, again, take it for what it was showing off. Maybe not so much how it looked. Because there's, like, five new weapons on there. There's new equipment design. That new shotgun. That, that shotgun Yeah, is there's badass. new enemies that you get to look at. Um, especially even mixed with the old enemies. So, I really liked what we saw with Halo. Um, did it look graphically beautiful? Maybe not. And maybe not to everybody, but... I was more looking at going, oh man, I'm going to get this, I'm going to get this, I'm going to get this. There's a new map system, there's new weapons, there's new items. So I think it showed off what it was trying to show off, whether it was visually pleasing or not, is up for debate. It gave me the idea of what the game is and where they're going with the future of it, and I like that and I appreciate that. Actually, I do want to jump in and point something out too, is that if you watched this live, it was actually only 1080, I think 60 frames per second saying? or it was like 1080 30 so when you go back and watch it on youtube after the live stream was done then you could actually watch it at 4k 60 mm. so i think that also i mean granted i watched it at the 4k 60 i think that was another part where you see a lot of people saying like this looks like trash whatever because it's already downgraded from youtube's compression with the 1080 30 1080 60 whatever that whole stream was so i actually think they should have just put the stream out and not actually done it live and done the whole 4k 60 but i mean that's that's something different so um i do want to point out they were saying that even um with all their studios that they had they were only showing off i think nine out of the 15 um studio games. right so uh there will be another one later in the year and i'm sure when that one happens hopefully august because hopefully when that happens we'll see more of halo they have to right they've got to do more with it especially because i mean we're already talking about how divisive our stance is on it so so was the world right it, more people are talking about how it wasn't what they wanted to see so i'm assuming that the next one they do will showcase more of that and it should be looking the way it needs to be looking, especially if it's only three months away That's or four the months away. That's the biggest concern for it too is it's very close. You know, the console's launching arguably in November, let's say December at the latest. We're at the end of July, already start of August, so that doesn't leave too much wiggle room. So, so the next game, anything else on Halo? Nah. Halo, excellent guys. And again, um, the link for this will be in the description. So if you want to check it out in its entirety, that's where you can find it and can do so. The next game that they showed from Undead Labs was uh, State of Decay 3. Um, like Andrew was saying, another it's just another trailer with no gameplay. That looks <laughs> nothing just, like how the game is. It's just cinematic, but the concept was the, the, the chick was, I think, being hunted by wolves. She does the stupid yell that I thought was kind of a lame opening. And But later on, the cool concept was the next day, the wolf's being eaten by something, and you look, and it's a fucking zombie deer eating it. So the concept was that now animals are which i don't think is in the other two right, right. right i think it's the first time they've done it so that looked kind of cool um i think it's interesting i 
kind of don't like I think it's weird when trailers do something like what this does and it has a very Last of Us vibe but that's no way what that gameplay is like unless they're completely revamping the gameplay because the other gameplay is uh, it's kind of hard to explain you'd Isn't have it to kind see of top downish it's like third person but it's almost like kind of Fortnite-y, I want to say in a way like you're not building your own whatever is you're running around but I feel like the way the camera handles and like Graphically, it's not cartoony. I would say it's more like along the lines of The Walking Dead, but a lot more polished, like what Fortnite is. Okay. Um, so check that out. I've never played State of Decay 1 or 2. Um, 3, as a cinematic trailer, looked interesting. I've been always kind of wanting to jump into them, so who knows? I mean, that might be the right. Right, yeah. Jump into your nice zombie apocalypse. Now, the next game was, I believe, Take 10 makes Forza. Uh, they showed off Forza Motorsports. The cool thing about this one, it was all captured in-engine. So I did like that, that. But again, like we were talking a few episodes back, Forza's and Halo are always going to be the games that come out day one for Xbox. So you know that was going to be kind of the bigger thing they showed off. Um, if you're a sports fan or a, sport, a sports car racer, I didn't see anything wrong with it. Actually, as someone who always complains, like, ah, oh, man, you're showing another race car game, I would have rather seen good gameplay like what PlayStation just did, I think, with whatever <laughs> they had, like Gran Turismo or whatever. But, like yeah, that. but actually seize the inside of the car. Yeah, seize driving. the inside of the car. Give me a lap. Like, you know, <laughs> something. So, I mean, either way, a race car game is going to look like a race car game because I'm not into that. So Nice. So anything else on that? Uh, the next game was from Rare, uh, which was Everwild. And that game... Were you saying that... Where did we see it? Was it... XO 2019. 2019. Okay, yeah. So this is a game that kind of looks aesthetically like Breath of Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. And again, no gameplay. And it's... I guess what they were kind of showing was that the harmony between like the spiritual nature and then like magical um, magical themes with, with gigantic creatures. Graphically, I like the way... Not sure what it, the game is. Yeah, I like the way that it looks, but this game along with another one in here is part of the problem I also had with this presentation is they're, sh they're showing it off again for the second time. No gameplay, no clue what the game's about, how it's going to play first person, third person, is it a shooter, nothing like that. And they just actually had an interview like three days ago with the studio head that's like, we don't have it all nailed down, we're still working on some gameplay ideas to finalize how it's actually going to play. So why are you showing me this game yeah, again? When the fuck is it coming out then? Yeah, why, why are you showing <laughs> me this game again when you don't even know how it's going to play? How the fuck am I supposed to know how this thing's gonna play? Or review it, or critique it. Like, oh cool, it's a cool looking trailer. Yeah, I, so I'm with Andrew on that one. When you're gonna have a game and then and then the head of studio comes out and says, we don't, oh, we're, we're finalizing it. It's like, what the, what the fuck does that mean? I don't even know what it is. Is it an RTS? How would you, what, would you, what do you think it is? Third person action? Maybe like, I don't know, maybe like Destiny-ish because you run around with, it. it looks like there's other people, so I don't know if maybe you have a group and you just kind of, Go around like Destiny style, or maybe like Monster Hunter. Well, I was like, because they're really showcasing the animals or monsters, whatever you want to call them. That so that's got to have something. To I don't do know. That'd it. be pretty cool, like a Monster Hunter style-ish thing in that kind of environment or something like that. But I don't think that's something rare would do coming off of like Sea of Thieves and you know whatever yeah. else. So uh, the next game uh, is from developer Don't Nod, and this probably had the second longest uh, trailer time next to Halo, which was Tell Me Why. Um, I'm, I guess we just got to say as, as gently as we can. It is a game based on transgenderism. It's it's two it's twin girls, and one of them is transitioning into a, a male, a brother. Has transitioned into a brother, Has transitioned, yeah. and the concept of the story is, I, it looks like a dark past with, like, their mother. Yeah, maybe not accepting, like, the son's transition. And, yeah, they're trying to figure out what happened. Or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and this is a telltale type of game 
that is chapter one comes out on August 27th. So if you're into those type of games, this is one. I mean, it's like we said, everything's going to be on the Game Pass. And I enjoy games like Telltale and, and you know, Life everything is that does that. Life is Strange and things like that. So I'll probably check it out. And um, it, it is interesting that they're using, you know, that kind of story plot as the narrative. So I'm curious of where it goes, but... I think I'll probably pass, and I mean it's not game about pass? the uh, yeah, it's not about the content <laughs> game that's pass in it, it. But I actually didn't really play uh, Life is Strange either. Either I felt like this has like strong vibes from that. The only game I've even played that's remotely close to something like that, the Walking Dead, is like The Walking Dead, The Batman, and uh, did you do the, the Guardians of the Galaxy? The Wolf Among Us. No, I only did those those Ooh, three, and like I, that's do it. I have Guardians of the Galaxy. I may have traded in. So if you, that is a game if you're looking to kind of fill that void of of those episodic things um it comes out august 27th it, it looks like a very interesting and uh, i guess original storyline yeah so uh the next one that they showed off was um ori and the will of the wisp was having its huge update everything's gonna be running at 4k 60 frames per second 120 and, and they, frames oh, 120 percent. and they did show a side by side on it you know which we wanted to see like from what halo did ori was kind of the game they showed off doing that and again that is a um first party studio so that is an exclusive for xbox and pc now but um if you have not played that game which as of right now is in my top five games of the year um check it out and now would be the time to do it so are you gonna finally play it, you think uh, i mean i can at 120 frames i mean that's <laughs> i i think because I was so upset with everything else, that I was like, "Why is this even in here? Two taking up time now. It's a game that's already out. It's on PC. I think on PC it's already 120 frames. Like this should have been something that's either like pre or post show, but it did do in fact what I wanted. Show me what is different. Like why is this even here? Show me it running. You know that's a reason to upgrade. Granted, it's going to run a lot smoother, run a lot better. That's something I wanted to see. But I don't know if Ori was the flagship title that should have shown me that, you know what I mean? Yeah, and then following behind Ori was um, Outer Worlds, a game that's already been out, but they're showing now that it's got its DLC called Peril and Gorgon, September 9th. And apparently it's one of two pieces of DLC that are coming out. So I know that's a game you 100%ed. Yeah, I think, I I'm, have... I think I'm two achievements behind 100%ing it. I, I would like to dive back into that. I, I loved it, and uh, I, I think that this DLC looks pretty cool, but again, I felt that that was not the place for it. I felt it should have been pre- or post-show. Would have done just fine on its I own. I do like the way Obsidian, though, does trailers. Like, the way they were just talking, like, throughout that, it's so comedic. At least it's interesting. I felt like we could have found something cooler, maybe original, or third-party something from, like, Capcom, or something from somebody else, you know, to fill that kind of slot. But I do. I, I wasn't bored watching it because, again, I did love that game and I love the vibe from this. That I will actually probably get it, especially if it's going to be a game passing to where I get that. Then sure, I'll download that free and get it yeah, going. Free DLC, not all that. Um, the other thing Obsidian was showing off is they have their game Grounded, which is a uh, July twenty eighth, which is a survival game, kind of like Hunting I Shrunk the Kids, where you're fending off, I guess, wildlife, ants, insects, and, and spiders. And that's going to be a multiplayer game that you can play um, with people or you can run solo. But the other game that they were showing that they were starting to dive into is probably the game that had my mo my most interest It was, was Avowed. Yeah. Which was this kind of uh, first-person fantasy Skyrim-looking type game. Um, I wish we would have saw a little bit more. Are there races? Are there classes? Like, I wish it would have showed me a little bit more of that outside of the 20-second long arrow shot into the grass and then the guy with the sword doing his little... Show me a little bit more of that. That would have been a game I would have liked to see more of. 
I think for something that was a CGI trailer, that was one that did it right because it gave me an idea. As soon as his hand came up and the thing came up, I was like, okay, like Skyrim, Oblivion, whatever. I know what this game is. I already thought that that's what it was going to be in my mind because I felt Outer Worlds was obvious. It's very clear that that one is very Fallout-ish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. this would obviously go the other path, you know, that Skyrim void, which is definitely something I am definitely craving. So I was hype on that. I actually really enjoyed that. And again, that's one that did it right, I think. Yeah, and I, I just wish we would have saw a little more of what it actually did. But when you see that and you're going to compare it to Skyrim, then yeah, you get a theme for what it's going to be doing. Because I liked that it was showing just a kind general of like idea, glyphs yeah. of like the, ma- the way the magic was going to work. Yeah, so, he like did his little hands. Yeah, I am curious of how that's going to play I didn't out. like that they showed Grounded again, though, because it's pretty much the same gameplay they showed the last time they showed Grounded. Dude, I've been waiting to play Grounded since we saw it a month ago like i keep clicking it every day it's like you're early you're early because for some reason i had it in my head that it was when's it come out july 28th i thought it was june 28th oh. so i kept clicking it thinking i'm like why is it not downloading i'm like oh it's not till what four more days five more days so um i didn't realize it was that so i didn't even know when it came out because i kind of i'm not very interested i'll probably try it oh, I but uh, it looks interesting to me i was like fuck dude, i'm tired of seeing this game i do like that obsidian though it's obsidian entertainment had those three kind of showcases of games that they're doing. Yeah, no, I thought it was pretty cool. Very wide range. Yeah, they're standing on their own two feet now. Um, the next game was from Interactive uh, Initiative, I believe the name of the dev is, and it's called As Dusk Falls. And this was kind of this cross-narrative, uh, multi-story game that's definitely going to be something that's like, you got to pay attention to because this person seems like they're going to be crossing over with this person. Were they all meeting up like an inn or something like that? I think what it was, was it looked like one family is like robbing, uh, they like, like robbed the a bank or something combo. like that. And they're trying to get away. And the other family happens to be at a gas station as this other family that's running pulls into that gas station. And so everybody's lives just kind of, you know, cross over right. from there is what it is. But what so, do you think it's going to be telltale-ish? I don't even know if you're going to have a decision or maybe it's just one of those games that's like a narrative where you're just like reading it and kind of like listening. Picking to answers what, maybe. What's that game adventures? where you like, you like bang your grandma? Like, <laughs> what, what was this? I'm like, I know he's going to say that. What the fuck is that game? But uh, I, I, but it was essentially just scroll text. Yeah. I Either way, I, I think graphically the way they presented that, if that's the way, if it's scroll text through, I think it looked really cool and I think it'd be a good idea, especially if you're going to add decisions and whatever. But I mean, if it was just a story thing... I kind of wasn't interested in the story, but I, I mean, again, not everything has to be catered to me, so. <laughs> As well, it shouldn't. Uh, the other thing they showed off before they went to the next game was um, just another throw out to uh, Hellblade. They were showing that the new Hellblade game, Hellblade number one, did exceptionally well. Hellblade two is coming out. They want more people now have been downloading it. It will look the best it can on the Series X, but it was a five second thing that didn't show. The gameplay. <laughs> that is what I hated. The I think Andrew was, was pissed at that one. Oh my god! I foaming at the mouth because pretty much they just showed He's some of what the they mouth. showed. I think when we seen that at the uh, video game awards, and then the guys like, well, we chose Poland. Uh, or I, I think it's Poland. We chose Poland as a place for where this game is going to be set. If you want to know why, check out like our dev diary. I'm like, dude, what the fuck was the point of you doing anything like that? This could have been pre or post show. Like, why is this in here? You didn't have. The, I would have been better off. With them just like showing a screen that says Hellblade 2 coming in 2021 and then fading away. That would have been more sufficient than wasting time with this other stuff. How's your Jack and Coke? Stronger towards the bottom I reach. Would it be cool if um, we got like our names on the bottom of the glass? So when we drink it, you can start to see it. 
Oh, I don't even think Craig pointed out this is the first time we were using his last call glass. My last call uh, glass uh, that was created by Sabrina. So shout out to her because she made it for us. Uh, Andrew forgot his. and I did. So I gave him a second one. But yeah, last call mug with Craig on the side. I thought it'd be kind of cool if it just maybe said the name on the bottom. So as I drink, you can see it from the bottom. I don't know. I, I digress. Um, the next game, though, that did look cool and did show gameplay and did show behind the scenes, probably the best trailer presentation, presentation was um, Psychonauts 2, which kind of shows this behind the scene thing of Jack Black uh, meeting together with the, uh, the composer or at least via Skype and did a song for it. And then during the song while he's singing it, you get to watch the gameplay. And Psychonauts 2 is a, no as a game I know People have, it's weird to think when Psychonauts 1 came out, like how long ago that was, right. that 2 is finally coming out, highly anticipated, and I think from everything we saw, is going to deliver. Yeah, no, I definitely, um, I, I've never played one, I thought it was kind of like quirky, and I kind of didn't, it's, the a, guy, it's a zany type The game. guy reminds me of Ants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Z, so, I mean, either way, I thought it looked cool, it showed gameplay mechanics, it showed everything that was there, of course, it looks just like, I, I know what Psychonauts is, I've seen tons of it, so it looks just like what Psychonauts should be, so, I mean, I think that was a game done right, and I think it would have been nice, if not a release date, to, I mean, that was maybe kind of a problem with a lot of these, uh, too, was you'll see a trailer, I would prefer, uh, I don't know if they showed a, um, just a timeline, like, summer 2021. Right. Instead of just some vague 2021 or something like that. Yeah, so I know people are looking forward to that. So check that out, Psychonauts 2, uh, with Jack Black singing it. That's kind of what they showcased. And he did sound pretty good. He didn't sound like traditional Jack Black to me when he was singing that song. Yeah, no, it definitely was no Tenacious D. <laughs> yeah, right, no TD. Um, the next one, guys, was Destiny 2. is showing that it's coming to um, Game Pass with the Beyond Light. All expansions coming September, but also it's going to be um, on the mobile cloud. So November 10th, you're going to get the game at 4K, 60 FPS, everything that it has to offer. And again, on the Game Pass. So if you have it, you can play Destiny 2 now in its entirety. Another thing I could have felt, I felt could have been pre or post show, but... Especially with how big it is, no one would have missed that announcement, especially had you put it out ahead of the show. But definitely a cool announcement. I stopped playing Destiny at the base game, that if all this stuff's going to be for free, I could definitely see myself jumping oh, back free. in. Um, the next thing they did, they, they kind of did um, like six, seven games in a row of these console launcher exclusive titles. So the first one they did was Stalker 2, which I don't think either of us have played Stalker 1. No, I, I, I had to like look it up. I guess it's a beloved game on PC. There's a lot of people hyped for it. It's a first-person shooter survival horror Dark game. Dark apocalyptic looking. I yeah. mean, it's, got, it's definitely got a tone to it. I almost thought it was like... Metro at first when it I was did, watching yeah, it, does it definitely come before off like it started that. doing like kind of the other weird shit just in English. <laughs> and then I thought it was like fear actually after that is I thought it was gonna be like a new fear. Fuck, game. I haven't thought about fear in years. Yeah, me neither. That's why I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. That's pretty cool. But I, I've never heard of Stalker, so I mean, and again, with no gameplay, it's kind of hard to describe it. I'm not sure what was going on without playing Stalker One. I can't really say what Stalker Two would be, but dark, apocalyptic. Dead baby fetuses in, in, in cryo and uh, science chambers. I felt like we got like three games that look like this in a row. And that's part of the <laughs> problem because the next one 
is Warhammer, right? Yeah, the F- Warhammer so, 40k Dark Tide. So the next one they showed off was Warhammer 40k Dark Tide, and that almost kind of looked identical. Had you cut out the ending of the first one and reeled it into this one, I might have been, except for the weapons, obviously, are more scientific nature. I would have thought maybe it's the same game because, again, it's just a group of guys down in the Stark thing. They turn around, there's a bunch of, like, demons, monsters, whatever. I actually haven't played the other Warhammer, so well, I don't even know what I know there's game two of them. Vermintide, I have, I don't remember liking or really caring for it, but there's another one, and I forget you the name. You said it's like Diablo. That's the top of my head, yeah. There's another one that's top down, and you, you get to play it. So that one I like. So this one, if this new one's going to be more like that, then I could definitely see enjoying it. I was going to, yeah, I, I would have to imagine that's how it was now that I think about it with how many enemies were right there at the end. I was like, okay, that's a better representation, I think, in my head than what an FPS would have been. Right. So the next game they did was um, Tetris Effect. Again, I, I think this game should have been post-show. That Yeah, that's just Tetris. And the worst part of it All was, All multiplayer too, Tetris. Um, All the dorks had to look I, at I, I wouldn't mind seeing, like, you know, Tetris, Tetris gameplay. Maybe even that Tetris 99, the Battle Royale one. I do like Tetris 99. I, I would be all about that. But I had to say, they showed, like, 10 seconds of Tetris gameplay and the rest of the trailer was just, like, people literally, like, staring at a screen doing this. You can't even tell what the fuck they're playing half right. the time. So I was like, well, this is stupid. Yeah, what a waste of my time. Uh, the next game, though, did look pretty good. You know, so maybe the top four out of this whole showcase was the gunk. You were loving it? I, I think it looks really cool. It's like this space adventure kind of cleanup game where this chick's getting down there. She's she's talking to somebody, obviously, on the comms. And there's this, like, anomaly that's happening in this world. And she's like, you got to check this out. She's got this big-ass metal glove. She's running around checking shit out. I, I didn't, I mean, I don't think it looked bad. I, I, I definitely want to play it. No, I thought it looked, it looked pretty interesting. It's a 3D action game yeah. is what it is, too. So, I mean, there's like, like a pre- Ratchet and Clank looking type game. Yeah, I kind of felt like that, too. So, there, I mean, there's certain enemies or whatever that you fight. But then, yeah, the the gunk will be wherever. And she's like vacuuming it up yeah, so that way you can get by. So, that looked cool. Uh, the next one they did, which I think is probably maybe your favorite. I'll take a swing. It was the medium. It was very the psychological thriller looking game um i think we were, we were talking about before we started recording almost john constantine like where you're paralleling between going because what they said was like it's dual reality so there's it, the trailer kept showing you doing the same thing just in different i guess timelines or different I realities think, i think almost like and maybe not the best way to put it like silent hillish where like you have a regular and then you have like the parallel earth that's almost all destroyed and fucked up or whatever or like how constantine like the movie is with keanu reeves where you know there's earth and then when he goes to hell it looks like a normal earth is just all fucked up and everything like that so she's trying to solve this mystery about this dead girl and uh there's like there's i don't know if there's a guy that's chasing her in the regular one or maybe that's the killer but in this other were other reality is what they call it. There's like some other monster or something. You can tell everything's Chase different there too feet. because it's all destroyed. Everything's like a, got a more red tone, so that's kind of why I compare it to hell. She has like this weird thing going on, like her right arm. It's almost like a thing of like light coming down to like a gauntlet, and her hair even changes color yeah. too. Her hair comes to like a white. So they did show a little bit of gameplay with this thing on top of like, it looks the trailer spooky. what it is. So I have an idea of what it is, and I actually am hyped for that. I think that game looks great. Yeah, that one was very. Uh, it's definitely dark. It's definitely uh, moving in a direction to where because th- I think there's tons of room to have more games like this, more things that are based in kind of like. An actual, like, our version of what hell would be instead of being, like, a mytho. 
Um, Even so, I don't know if this is just an Xbox exclusive or just a launch exclusive. Or I don't. I, I think they said launch exclusive, but who knows what that even means? Yeah, all, these, all these games terms, were all yeah, what, yeah, whatever the fuck that means. Game so, launch exclusives, but who knows if they're not cross platform? Yeah. So if this game, I mean, was on Xbox only, I think that could fill that portfolio. Because as far as I know, they don't really have they don't have a horror game. They haven't really had anything since like Condemned. I these don't might have these actually might have all been exclusives. I, these might have been all from their now first party. Studio, so we have to double check that. It's just hard to say. Uh, I, that that one's not first party, I don't think, but it's hard to say because it, they all say like media. launch exclusive, weird exclusive, but premiere exclusive, World premiere, that, smart that, delivery game, like everything had like something else behind it. Right, so. so that's why we're like unsure with it. And again, PlayStation's got like their their same thing that they do with their weird wording. So, but it did it did look good though. It looks like a game that I'm gonna have to have all the lights on and Andrew um, in my headphones so I don't get scared by playing. <laughs> the next game that looked uh, fantastic was is a Sega gem, Fantasy Star Online Two. I believe they were just calling it uh, New Genesis. It looked the way if you're familiar with Fantasy Star, then this is it in its purity. It looked great. Uh, it's an update to a 2012 game, but uh, it's, it's its 20th anniversary. But I mean, if you're not, if you've never played it. Now's the time to jump into it. No, it's going to be on the Game Pass. It's an MMO. I thought it looked cool. I made plans to play it. Right, with Gino, it is an MMO, but, right? But uh, I know Gino will never get on with it. So you don't yeah, think so? Yeah, no. You and me will have to do it. <laughs> I, th- I think he would. He's he's all over his Elder Scrolls and all of his online games. I think this would be the game actually right up his alley. I and I know my alleys. I don't have time for his five minutes out of the day just to log in, log out, whatever. I'm trying to grind, baby. He's a grinder. Um, so check that out, guys. That is Fantasy Star from Sega. Um, the last one they did was. Um, from Smilegate slash Remedy, and if I'm not mistaken, doesn't Remedy make Control? Control, Quantum okay. Break. Break. Okay, so they did. Uh, they finally showed off a little more of Crossfire. Crossfire has been a game. Is that a PC moving over to console, or is it starting on console? I thought it was already out. I, I you know, I don't know. I didn't. So okay, so if it is, if it, if it is this where it launches, then Crossfire is this now uh, FPS game, and they're saying that the. The multiplayer is free from the campaign. So it's almost like Call of Duty Warzone. If you want to just get the multiplayer, the multiplayer is free to download. And then, I mean, if you have the Game Pass, you'll get it all. But if you're looking to just get the game separately, the campaign solo story would be separate. I thought it was pretty cool. It I, looked good. I thought it looked pretty good. I think Remedy, because they have good stories, could definitely put like a twist and something like that. I mean, it's first yeah, person Remedy shooter. knows how to make a good story. Like, it felt very caught, especially when you had like the wing suits and everything. Call of Duty's mm-hmm. been doing stuff like that lately. But, I mean... I could use another game like that, I guess. You always could, you and your you and your FPS. Um, and then what they ended it on was what I thought they could have done more strategically was uh, Fable. And I again, Andrew and I were talking a couple episodes ago, and I was like, if Xbox Series X launches with a Fable title or something along those lines, then that shifts my my prerogative of, of getting it day one. And I wish we just would have seen more of what fucking Fable... And did you notice they're not calling it Fable 4? It's almost like a reboot. Yeah, it's it just, just called Fable. Fable. As they should. As it should. And it, so again, this is just a cinematic and scope trailer. A little fairy flown around with like a Patrick Stewart-esque voice describing this world and a toad... I knew that fairy was toast from the moment it started flying. That fucking frog snags it. So the fact that it's coming, I guess, is tantalizing in a way, but... We didn't really see how it was going to look, and I think that's what they missed. Something would have been better than nothing, and we didn't get anything. I think a lot of outside people... Outside of the name. Outside of the name. I think a lot of people hype this up too much because, one... Because who does, who does Fable? Is it Lionhead Studio? They did, yeah. Okay. So, well, one, the last Fable game got canceled, 
Especially after it was well into development, that was Fable Legends, that like multiplayer like dungeon, build your own dungeon thing or whatever. So why would you even be hyped for this after that last one? Two, who what was the Connect one? What was the one where Fable? It's like Heroes. Or yeah, something yeah, like that. you do that, and that one bombed. And then, so two, like this one, it didn't show anything about the game. It's just the name Fable. That was like a generic fairy tale trailer. You could have slapped that trailer onto um, Avowed, <laughs> and it, it, it could have been in the same realm of whatever. But three, I think what it did worse, yeah, besides the fact that there's no gameplay, is there's no concept to it. So I don't know if this is just generic whatever, because this art style is completely different than how Fable actually looks. And I'm actually not a big fan of original, like Fable is cool and all, but I don't really care for like that art Ooh, style. I love so it. where if they made it like kind of more realistic, like Final <laughs> Fantasy-ish, but within this medieval realm, like whatever it is that they're showing right now, I think that would be badass. So show, that's all they had to do was maybe show your character walking around or just show a character getting out of bed, whatever. Show me a little bit of this world and the people and let me know that, okay, this is how the game's going to look. This is the direction we're going versus, hey, we're just put out a thing named Fable, but the game's going to look fucking nothing like this. Yeah, I, I like I said, I think they mismanaged the, arguably besides Halo, the biggest thing they could have shown was Fable. And exactly, I, that could have been on the, that could have been, uh, Kingdom of Reckoning. That could have been any other fantasy-based... That was a bug snack, though. When he, yeah. When he chomped that but, up. Uh, show I, me something, man. Fable. Especially if you're rebooting it. I gotta know what it looks like. I think I hated more than anything is that's what they used as the, oh, and one more thing moment. Because, like, that was stupid. That's not one more thing. That's just two seconds of fucking teaser that does nothing for me. Now, the one more thing that I specifically wrote down because I think it's the last time Microsoft really had a one more thing for me that I was like, fuck, this is badass, this is cool, this is everything, oh, yeah, was that really, yeah. E3 2011 when they showed off Halo 4. Now, no one knew Halo was coming. They kind of expected it maybe to be there. But the ending was like... I, I, it's it's like lights lighting up and then it gets brighter and brighter and then you realize it's like a membrane to a brain and then the heart starts beating and then you hear Cortana Chief wake up and he breaks out of the fucking icing his ship's being sucked into the planet and he like goes all the way to the end of like the ship and he's just staring off into that void or whatever I was like that's cool that's a yeah, one more thing that's how you end a conference yeah if you're gonna one more thing it make it one more thing don't make it yeah a two second cinematic clip that doesn't show me what the one more thing is like, what, 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 what was, what was the one more thing yeah a fairy getting eaten in a fucking forest and uh, fables come but again it, what it was made to do was say hey guys it's coming and the fact that it's coming i'm hyped for because i've beaten all the fables except for the shitty ones and uh i'm looking forward to it so i would have preferred they started with that and ended with halo that would have been actually yeah that would have been a better thing they started with their their they, they tried having their cake and eating it too and it didn't really I again I liked the conference I liked the press conference to see everything that we got I liked that it's all these new games but I can see from every point of view that it would be a little let down especially when PS5 did it perfectly I'm looking at strictly I from think a perfectly. console perspective yeah. like if I was just so if you're just looking at someone like why should I join Xbox Look at this list of shit you can get. All you got to do is just get the game pass and just have whatever console you want to. Then sure, you're in. That did its job. But if I already invested, which is cool too, I can see all these things that I'm getting. But if you're someone who's looking forward to that next-gen console, I didn't see it. So that's up for you guys. Unless you want 120 frames on Ori. 120 on Ori. Bo -bo -bo -bo. And that's worth so, 600 to you. Uh, sure. We are getting pushed on time. So we're going to do small, quick reviews on the games that we're playing Uh we talked. We touched on it last week. Then Andrew started um, the Origami King, the new Paper Mario game on the Switch. So why don't you dive into that since we've already talked about it? I'll go into Ghost of Tsushima 
And we'll do a question and then we'll end it there. So, how is Mario playing for you? Sure, I'm actually on kind of the tail end of it. I think I probably maybe have like 10 hours left into this game. Um, it's amazing. I absolutely love it. I love the writing. I love everything. I'm not really missing that RPG element anymore, even though I enjoy that and that's fun. But then I was really thinking to myself too, oh, once I get too strong in an RPG, I just start dodging the enemies anyways. So what's it matter if I'm dodging these fucking people now? Because right. I am using the coins, the confetti, all the stuff that they throw around too. There's even a confetti to, and I, like this just speaks volumes to it. So you go through this area that's kind of Japanese-ish and you can get this thing that changes your confetti to like cherry blossoms when you throw oh, it in the air to cool. fill the holes. And I was using that for a little bit and I was like, no, nah, this is taking me out of the game. I just switch it back to the confetti because it just looks so good and I love the layout of it. And that was something I didn't really care for at the start of the game. I know a lot of people were talking shit about some of the bosses too. Like how, you, say, how the, are the bosses? The ones they showed were like the, the color pencils or like the stapler. Those are the bosses I look forward <laughs> to fighting here. more than the other ones. They're absolutely hilarious. Each one's got its own personality. It's absolutely just crazy. Like the last spoilers, the last one that I just did la uh, last night was a hole punch. And I was like waiting. I was like, all right, how's this dude going to like play out? And then like when you meet him, it's just absolutely hilarious. Like the writing, the story, and the heart of this game. Like not even just the story. The overall story is like there. And I'm kind of moving along. I'm just getting rid of these streamers and stuff like that. But just the heart of this game is there in absolute fucking spades. That <laughs> I love this game. Like, I think it's phenomenal. I think it's... I'm having such a blast How, how much it. time do you think you have left on it? Like, ten hours, I think. Ten hours? Hopefully. So, what is it? It's seven... Is it seven bosses that is kind of the arc of what you have to do? No. Five? There's five for the streamers... And then, I, actually, I don't know if there's more than five because there's a pipe on there that says six, which I'm assuming is the final world for the final guy. But there's also different elements that you can get throughout the game that kind of help you out. So when you are getting the earth element, you have to fight like a giant origami turtle. That's <laughs> been, it, it was like the earth spirit that got transformed evil into the origami. And now you can use that to kind of move the land around. Or there's another one that's like a big giant water dragon. And then once you defeat that, you can like fill up a lake so you can use the boat to get around. Have you done the uh, the shootout? Yes. Uh, oh, I just did the shootout. Was that? that that was part of the that was part of the Japanese area, strangely. Okay. And that was one of my favorite parts because that looked cool. I was like, I can't wait to do that. That's actually a lead up to one of those generic bosses people don't nice. like or whatever design. Like, because each one's got its own personality, and that one. He's like, oh, all these guys are hacks. I write amazing shows. Like he thinks he's the star <laughs> of the show, and he's just one of those people who wants to make it. It's like, and it's absolutely fucking hilarious. Nice. Yes. And and I've seen a lot of people talk shit about the companions too, and you get a few in there. You don't really control them, but I think they're hilarious, and I love what they add to the story. So like, you get the which they've shown is the Bob bomb with like amnesia. Yeah. I thought he'd be kind of lame, but he's actually he's hilarious, absolutely funny. There's even times too where like he'll go to attack for you. And, like, he'll start running towards him and just fucking trips and falls on his face. And it's like, your attack failed. So I'm like, all right, well, thanks for trying, man. I appreciate it. Nice. But this game, just to say, has actually made... There's a part that got me good. Got me super teary-eyed and super Is sad. Is this what like, you were asking earlier? Yeah, it, <laughs> it got me good. I knew you were and going somewhere with this. I didn't think that this game would do that to me. I wasn't even looking for something like that within this game. But it fucking got me good, man. And I was super teary-eyed. Like, you know, I had him running down my face. I'd say cry. But uh, it definitely got me, and since then, it's just getting better. So like buy, pass, wait. I would say buy. Buy. Sixty dollars, get it tomorrow. I would say it's worth the sixty dollars, and you should have got it yesterday. <laughs> don't listen to what anyone else says. If you love, because I don't think anyone loves 
Paper Mario, Mario RPG because the gameplay mechanics. Like, the gameplay mechanics are cool. That's icing on the cake. But it's that world. It's that humor. It's the way they take stuff from, like, everywhere and just make it this weird, cohesive thing that just works. And it's fucking hilarious. Like, this is there more so than I've seen it in anywhere else. I would say that this environment... I was probably almost better than Thousand Year Door. It's like Ooh, right I know, up there. That's high on your list. But this, and the final thing too, the music. Every track in this game is phenomenal. Like a racetrack in Mario Kart. No, like the music, <laughs> like I was originally playing when I did the beginning again because I had started it here. I just put on podcasts and I was kind of playing over it. But then once I got to a new area, I didn't turn off the podcast because I was just enjoying the nice. music so much. Yeah, and Mario and Nintendo games like that are just notorious for having. Fire soundtrack, so yeah, nice. So I'm glad. absolutely love it. I'm nice. So I can't wait to get your review on it, um, which I'm sure will be probably sometime next week. Probably within the next few days. Next few days. Okay, so go check it out, guys. Obviously, that's a buy for Andrew. I just got done playing because the the day that game came out, Ghost of Tsushima uh, came out, and oh yeah, can you grab me a beer while you're in there? That's and exactly what I was. You, you he reads me like an origami book. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima is by far. One of the best games I've played in a while. It's almost, it reminds me of like when I played the new God of War. I was just like, this is so, this is so invigorating. Like this game is fantastic. And I got to just say that the story alone is so emotionally powerful. If you want to talk about some tear tear jerking moments, the end, again, let me just say, if I say spoilers, if I say anything that you think is a spoiler, let me just put it up now that I may or may not say something, but. The ending of that game is fantastic. It's emotional. It's powerful. And I love it. But the difference between... I don't want to say it and maybe Assassin's Creed or something I, like that, that. That was going to be my question I wanted to ask you. Because that's the closest thing I can think of comparatively to how it maybe looks or plays. Is How would you compare it to Assassin's Creed? I would say it's better. Don't be afraid. I would think it's better. It's it's The difference is that it, it not only has a story that makes sense... Right? Because every time you... I was telling Andrew, Assassin's Creed, I love. I've beaten every Assassin's Creed there is. And I'm replaying Rogue on... Because that was the 360 one that I missed. But now it's remastered on the Xbox One. So I'm replaying that just to take it off my belt. But the the stories always get kind of convoluted with the Animus. And who the Avatar is that's going into that's the Animus. That's what I was thinking. I wonder if that's the thing. Is like... Ghost Tsushima is it like that call it like what people call for people are asking for like maybe Assassin's Creed is at that point where they should just drop all the animus bullshit whatever and just pick a timeline and just have your overall story that well, maybe connects as far as I don't mind the Assassin's. animus stuff in Assassin's Creed like that's it's fine it's fine it's just it's like playing Kingdom Hearts 3 you kind of don't really know what's happening on the surface, because it's like, well, wh- what the fuck's going on? Yeah. I gotta find a new artifact. I gotta find this guy that's not dead and fucking, like, when, what's his face in uh, an Odyssey? Um, you see him years later oh, in the suit yeah, and the all guy, that shit. Yeah. It's like, okay, what's going on? This story begins and ends. It's, and it's fantastic. Um, you're, you're, obviously, you're on the island. The missions are great. There's, um, the AI, so almost all the missions you, you go on, usually have a secondary character that you're helping out doing something like companion and okay. the ai is not useless there's been shots that uh that they finish battles sometimes for me you know what i mean so they're not just 
Did you watch that thing I tagged you in where, uh... Standing there doing nothing that's useless. They're, they're fucking, they're doing kill shots. Did you watch that thing I tagged you in where the guy is playing Ghost of Tsushima and he tries to jump and then... Oh, he, he got lit the by fuck like up by arrows? arrows? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was hilarious. Did you like my, uh, thing I sent you when I went into ghost mode and I fucking cut that oh, dude's yeah, head off all those dudes, and yeah. then slammed him? So, the combat, the combat, the combat, um, is awesome because it's, not only is it engaging, it's, it's varied in a way to where... Every enemy you fight, it's not a it, Assassin's Creed button masher. Let me just keep doing this until I break his shield or do something like that. There's these four styles, and you don't start with the four styles. You have to unlock them through experience, and and so like one of the things is like you have to find leaders in like a like let's say you're liberating a camp. There'll be like one of the missions will be like oh uh, blah blah blah, but study a leader. So when you'll watch this guy and he's just in a, like he's like in a combat field fighting and you would hit like R3 and he's and you watch him and you gain experience and like that's how you gain new styles and the styles start with That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, the first one is against guys with just swords. The second one's like shield, which I think is like wind, and then the next one is like guys with spears and the next one's against brutes. So your combat is is non-stop engaging because You'll fight groups of enemies that aren't just all sword guys or all shield guys. It's a mix. So you've got to fight one guy, switch, do the next guy. And then on top of that, then you get all your gadgets. You get your smoke bombs. You get your poison darts. You're, I found myself using the bow a lot. Like it's so, and it's so accurate. It's so clean. The, um, would you say having beat this game now? So much. This, which, which I beat in two days. I locked myself in my room, knocked this game out in two days. Love it. And I still have more to do. I showed Andrew when I got left. There's still more to do. Having beat this game and now gotten that itch up your chest for like that big world, do you think this diminishes your hype for AC Valhalla? Or do you think you'll look at it differently, comparatively? Like uh, something we should have brought up earlier, coming off The Last of Us 2, now looking at that Xbox, pre I'm judging every game graphically, 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 with how good this is. Are you now, when you play Assassin's Creed, okay, I'm not comparing this to the last Assassin's Creed. This is getting compared to Ghost of Tsushima I think now. Ghost of Tsushima set the fucking bar for how games like this is. And I got a bad feeling. Because there's a difference between what Ghost of Tsushima did in a grounded, whether it be stealth or action mission the way you want to play it. Where Valhalla looks like it's going to be a button mashing action RPG. So I'm you're, you're already losing that flavor of... of how do I want to tackle this mission? That diversity. Do I, do I want to use the smoke bomb? Do I want to use poison darts? There's another thing they do called standoff um, where you can challenge people. And that's how you can start the mission. I've seen that. The, one on the whole game is about honor. And you can either start the mission like that and ask you or you can sneak in. Assassin's Creed, I know, is not going to have that. So I think it diminished it. I got a bad feeling. I'm not going to like Assassin's Creed Valhalla as much as I liked Ghost of Tsushima. But... Time will tell when we start playing it, and I beat it in three days. I mean, I'm it's sure safe I'll to say, it. but buy or pass? Oh, oh wait, buy. This is this is my favorite game. I was talking, I was having a conversation with Cien because I think he's been jumping into it. This is my favorite game of the year so far, and we still have Cyberpunk. We still have Valhalla. We still have um, what's the other big game that I know is coming out? It'll hit me. But my other buddy Gil, me and him were playing it at the same time. He hundred percent of the game. He's like, dude, this is one of the best games I've ever. Not best game of the year. One of the best games I've ever played. Yeah. So I don't want to overhype it because, again, it's that type of game is not for everybody. But there's no, this is why Sony does so well. It's an exclusive on the thing that they've got a God of War. They've got Spider-Man. They've got Uncharted. Now they have Ghost of Tsushima, which is fucking 
awesome. I'm gonna let Juno. We're gonna swap out PS4s so he can play it. And I'm like, dude, it's it's amazing. It's funny that you mention that because Paper Mario kind of right now is my game of the year for me. Really, really. Yeah. I cannot wait till we do our 2020 top five. Um, but again, guys, I gotta say it's got an awesome leveling up system. It's got an awesome uh, storytelling. It's got one of the things I want to do or say was. Uh, They've got awesome side missions, and there's a mission with this chick. Her whole family gets wiped out. Her name's Maseko. Um, do that mission. Spoilers. Yeah, do those. Because what it does is, so you recruit people, like an alliance, to help you you know, beat the game. Because when you, when you play them, they, they help you out. Right. But they've got a side mission within the game. So it's like mission one out of nine, two out of nine, three out of nine. So they've got, every story is like a little movie. They all have like little title cards, kind of like that Batman. How like when you start, yeah. it all starts like that. It's it's brilliant, guys. I gotta say, if you've got a PS4, check it out. Buy it yesterday. Glad to hear they knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. I I, I beat it in two days, but I gotta go back and clean up a couple missions. The cosmetics are brilliant. I was showing you some of the some yeah. Of the I like those costumes. They're pretty. Yeah. Cool. There are special missions that you can go and go collect more stuff. So I cannot recommend this enough. But let's move on because I know. We're kind of pushing it on time, and we've got two questions to do. So, go check it out. Obviously, we've got two games here that you guys should go. So, if you got a Switch, go check out Paper Mario Origami King. And if you've got a PS4, go check out Ghost of Tsushima. So, video game questions of the week, 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 week. How's your jacket? Oh, you did catch up. Okay. Well, yeah, okay. I, I was actually saving that for the end because I didn't want to crack a beer because I got to drive. No, you ain't going nowhere, baby. Uh, so the first question, guys, comes from Xbox Gamer ninety two, and he says, "Excuse me, pound for pound, Ubisoft may be in the top five developers putting out multi-platform games. Really looking to looking forward to Valhalla. Game question for you guys: Where do you want to see the future timeline for AC take place? I feel like we've maybe had that question before, but I was thinking about it recently because I it was, it was a couple days ago we wrote it, or she, I don't know." Uh, how cool would it be to do something in America like Salem Witch era? I would think that'd be kind of cool to see it. Assassin's Creed that's like in American soil, not colonial like number three was, but do something Salem Witch related to where there's conspiracy and things like that. I don't know. I think that'd be kind of cool. I think I'd like to see something that's maybe like Apocalypto. Oh, like tribal? Yeah, like just like um, like Aztec and stuff like that. South yeah, American. we don't have anything like that, do we? No, I think that would actually be really badass. I can't even think of anything that would even be kind of really close to the that. The only thing I can think of would be like Far Cry Primal. Something that's just like... That's just probably guttural, struggle, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't play that one, but I have seen that Like when they talk. It's kind of like whatever. So I think something kind of like Apocalypto, I think, would suit especially gameplay like that especially if you can compare it to like the movie he's got like the poison frog stuff and like uh he uses the broken arrow to stop well, okay so i guess we'd have to we'd have to we'd have to base it around that we know origins is where it starts in egypt right so any timeline would have to be after whatever bc i'm right a history it be? Bus, so i have no clue when that time i, I know <laughs> i'm just trying to think of when something in like south america would like function versus after being in uh after being I, in I, Egypt. Maybe it's at the same time. Maybe it's even like shortly after. They're both building pyramids. Yeah, right? <laughs> so I, um, leave your answer down below because that is, I mean, like we were saying the other day, Assassin's Creed is running out of timelines. Yeah, least, I was like, I don't know what else I could really do. Because the new timelines changed the game. Yeah. Origins, Odyssey, Valhalla have changed what Assassin's Creed is. But I would think Salem Witch, foresty stuff would be cool. And I like the idea of doing like an Apocalypto 
uh, tribal thing. So thank you for the question and leave your answer down below. And the next question, um, which is kind of just blunt, <laughs> is from War Machine 928, and I'm assuming it's a man, says, can I get a last call shirt? XL, please. <laughs> I'll go ahead and answer this one. <laughs> so we do actually have stuff like cups, COVID masks, apparently now because he bought some. Mm -hmm. You can actually find everything on T Public if you want some. Because you asked, yes, we will actually get you a shirt. Nobody else asked. No one else is getting shit. Yeah. So, I mean, send a, send your color. Because, I mean, it's yeah, it comes in different colors gray, and all black, kinds gray, of stuff green, like that. Blue. Yeah. So, so uh, go ahead and hit us up, Last Call Productions. And if you guys at, uh, are interested in it, the links for the Last Call stuff on T Public is in the description. So Don't flood us with ass. He's the only one getting it. You know what? Let's make this episode a little longer. I don't care. What are you playing? I'm trying to finish Paper Mario. What is, what, what's your next game? Oh, actually, you know what? I did start playing with my cousin yesterday. Is Dead by Daylight. Dead I don't know if you've heard of that, that or played familiar. that. It's like an older game. It's from like 2016. So... What it is... Dead by Daylight. Why does that... You don't have it back here. I know you don't. I know, but why does that sound familiar to me? I don't know. I wouldn't know why you would know it. Is it an online... It's an online... It's is an it... online survival game. It's like Friday the 13th. Um, Isometric? Yes. Okay. Except for way better. <laughs> so, it, one, it doesn't run like shit. <laughs> Two, the killer doesn't always know where you are like Jason does in the Friday the 13th game. Um, so there's Who's playing, you and AJ? Yeah, we, we just started playing yesterday, but I got my brother and my other cousin downloaded My brother oh, downloaded nice. squad. So we're going to start, because you can have four people, so we're going to start getting all five of us on, and we'll cycle out who's the killer and just, you know, play our own things, because okay. that, that that's fun. So there's all kinds of different killers in there. Like, there's the generic people. There's, like, a they, they call it, like, the hillbilly. He's got, like, a fucking sledgehammer and a chainsaw, and he moves really fast with the chainsaw. There's Ghostface from Scream, that's and he's, like, sweet. fast as fuck. There's Pyramid Head from Silent Hill. Nice. Leatherface. Is this on the Game Pass? It's on the Game Pass, which is why I downloaded it. Daily hey, yelling later today. There's uh, Michael Myers is on there, too. Cool. And so what's cool is the killer cannot see you as far as, like, how Friday the 13th works. If, if, for those of you unfamiliar, if I'm Jason and someone's hiding in a house, I can see their outline. Like, I know where they are until they get their heartbeat down and they're not hiding. Like, I have no fucking clue where you are. At a time. So you're all in this kind of smaller area. And there's a bunch of gen. I wish they did something different that for each one. But it's fine within the confines of what it is. Is you're all trying to. You can't kill the killer. You're all just trying to survive. <laughs> kill the kill. Kill the kill. So you're trying to fix these generators. Once all the generators up. You have to make it to the exit. You open the door. It takes a little bit for the door to fucking open. And then you actually have to escape. Now the killer can kill you. And then once he does. He has to take your body put you on a fucking hook, and then go and hunt everybody else. <laughs> now, me being someone else, I can come, risk it, try to get somebody off the hook, try and help them out and stuff like that, and keep on going on. Or there's times, like, I, the other day, I think AJ was, like, almost dead, and the killer was by him. I almost had the door open. The dude knocked him, so I was like, I'm sorry, man, you're gone. I, I just fucking left him for dead and just ran out. So I'm actually having a lot more fun with it, too, because all the killers have different abilities. Some are slower, some are faster. There's another chick, I think it's from Silent Hill, it's called, like, the nurse, but it seems more like a ghost. And she can, like, warp, like, really quick, but once she does it twice, because she does it two in a row like that, she'll go, like, super slow because she gets, like, fatigued right. from it. Like I said, Ghostface is really fucking fast. 
as the survivors, they all have different abilities too. I like that. So they do different things. Like the person I was using can repair stuff a lot faster. And that's kind of how you're tracking people down as the killer. Like you're listening for them as you're repairing this thing. If you miss like a little, it, it'll have like a little QTE that you have to push while you're still repairing at the same time. If you miss it, like the engine will fucking backfire and it's super That's loud. a quick time event. And so he can hear it and he'll come running over there and try and find where you are. And he can kind of beat that thing up so that way you kind of have to start from where you were again. If you're the person, you can, if you, some of them, if you look at them like the killer for a while, it'll show everyone where they are. But there's other times where like your your heartbeat just gets louder and louder. It doesn't show you where the killer is. You just know he's within a vicinity nice. to you. Nice. And so I'm having an absolute. Has that been on the Game Pass for a while? I don't know how long it's been on there. I downloaded it like two weeks ago. And we what, just barely played it. How did you guys find it? Did you look up like just multiplayer games you guys can play? Or? I knew kind of what it was before, but I just didn't ever get it or get into it because I was like, oh, I don't see it doing well, especially after being burned by Friday the 13th. I and dude, I, Friday the 13th is good. I think the best part about this game too is that not now, but I think they said another month or so, hopefully, that it's going to be cross-platform, cross-play. Oh, that's cool. And so that way, because now, right now, when I jump in, you got to wait like five minutes sometimes to get so into lobby bigger, on Xbox. Bigger people so now, a bigger pool of people yeah. to where I don't feel like anyone has an advantage because they're on a fucking keyboard or something like that. Right. Yeah. Games like that just lend themselves to be cross-platform. Like, yeah. Like, when so, you want to just I'm, stock up. I'm loving that game. Nice. Um, I, after we talked about Far Cry 6, and I started seeing Denny playing Far Cry 5, Dive back into Far Cry 5 because I started it. Oh, I saw that. You sent me a snap the it, other day. Dude, it, I am having so much fun in this game. And I love number three. I didn't play... I was going to start playing number four. But I was like, eh, let me just start with the newest one. And if That's I have time... That's the one with the cult, right? Yeah, but in like Montana. Yeah. Like a fake county in Montana with like this religious zealots and fucking... It, dude, it's good. And it's got an online component that I want to start playing with Denny that you can actually like play missions together. But... The only thing I don't like, and some people either A or like it and B don't, is he's kind of a mute protagonist. Like, he he just is kind of reactionary with no words. Oh, are you? they call him Rook. He's a rookie cop. Hey, sh- blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? So it doesn't say much, I but dude, the gameplay list- is, is, is great. I was just listening to another podcast. It might have been Colin's uh, Last Stand or something like oh, that. Oh, maybe, yeah. I think so where he, 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 about he it, was yeah. talking about, like... In three, your guy reacts. He's talking. He's, he's a character. He's, he's a char- yeah, Whereas in five, yeah, your guy's mute, whatever. I don't know if four is like that. And I think that's what people were saying. They hope that it's not like that for six. Yeah, I, and I don't mind it. I'll pl- I play three with a character that's reactionary. I play this one with a mute. It doesn't really bother me because the, the concept of Far Cry is kind of checkboxing and liberating outposts and, and killing and just racking up kills. The cool thing that I do like is they have a const- this thing called a... Uh, like guns for what was it? Guns or no, gangs for hire, and then you can get animals. They call it fangs for hire. So you can kind of have these people follow you on a mission. And like you hit like the left on D pad, it'll send them to go attack somebody. But you can buy your skill points, and the skill points aren't based on like trajectory. Like you don't need to get one, two, three, four to get five. You 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 can spend it wherever you want. I was and, like picking and choosing what I want. Yeah. And just skip the rest. And there's yeah. a thing called leadership where you can have two people following you. So right now I've got um, couple stavis. Dude, a couple stops and uh, <laughs> stoppies. I was actually watching the episode the other day and I, I started laughing at that. But I got one guy that's he's a he's a airplane guy, so he'll drop fucking bombs or just mow people down with that. So Far Cry Five, uh, because Far Cry is that digital is coming out. No, no, I have it physically over there. So I have it. Yeah, I actually have disc. But uh, I would say play it. It's a lot of fun. I know it's Colin's favorite. Where Chris's is three. So. 
good shit. So, um, anything else you want to add on? We're a little over time, but anything else you want to mention? No. So, guys, description in the link is there for the Xbox showcase. Let us know what you're playing. Let us know uh, what we should maybe check out. You just heard a small review on um, Paper Mario Origami King. You heard my small review on Ghost of Tsushima. Both games that we're recommending that you buy today. So, And again, don't know how to pronounce your name, and I apologize if we are incorrect. But do make sure that you hit us up. Otherwise, your prize will be forfeit. Shana Gallagher. And uh, there's nothing we can do about that. Yeah, so guys, we will. if we do not hear back from that, the contest will restart. Um, and by next week's episode, we'll have the details of how that's going to play. So, until next time. My name is Craig Perales, and that is Mendru Montemayor. Cheers. I got nothing. I reached out deep, and there was nothing there. On Instagram, I follow a uh, like a, a thing where they show like people just eating shit and stuff like that. And I said, like, okay, oh, hold so- be be clear. Eating shit or wiping out? Wiping out. Because <laughs> if you're following Instagrams where fucking people are eating shit, nah, then uh, I don't think that's very kosher. Nah, they're wiping out. And um, it said, like, hey, DM us if you have whatever. And so I was trying to go on Facebook to save that video of fucking Dante eating shit on the skateboard. Oh, I have it if you want it. Uh, Like on your computer? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. The I, main... can, yeah I'll send it, I'll, I, I can Facebook message it to you. Okay, good. Because then I'll save it and I'll submit that to them. Because I was trying to do that earlier, and then I was going to screenshot well, he it. Well, it too. Just tell them to send it in Facebook Messenger. Because when you do it in a text, it comes on all fucking pixelated. So just do it yeah. in Facebook Messenger and save it to your phone. That's how I got it. I I'll, think Melissa sent it to me. I'll try and do that, man. Yeah. Because that, that shit was fucking hilarious. Dude, it is. It's. I cannot not laugh when I watch that. Like, it makes my whole body hurt, but it's just fantastic. <laughs> I definitely don't miss it in shit, man. Fuck. Oh, I didn't know you used to eat shit. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what's his face had a beard? Grizzly Adams didn't oh, have yeah. a beard. Chris, I think <laughs> Dude. Uh, okay. Happy Gilmore or Billy Madison? Happy Gilmore, hands down. Rain Over Me or what's the new one? Um, Uncut Gems. I've never seen either yet. Was Rain Over Me actually good? I'm Natalie Portman and you're Anakin breaking my heart right now. Is that the one where he's like a 9-11 like, cop or, With Don or something? Yeah, it's good, man. It's dramatic. Then he like loses like life or something like that during nine eleven or something. I think he would lose his whole family. Like he's like homeless at the end. I haven't seen it in a while, but if I'm remembering correctly, I think yeah. I just read it the other day on like Wikipedia because I'd never like seen the movie. So I do remember something about like Don Cheadle, and I think by the end like he gets his shit together or whatever. But uh, what's that other movie with like Robert Pattinson where he like dies in nine eleven? It's like the twist ending. Is, is that the movie with him and Pierce Brosnan? Is it a movie with Pierce Brosnan? I think so, but it's like he's like that's his dad. I remember seeing a movie with Pierce Brosnan where he's like a hitman in like Spain look it up? or something like that. Um, we can take a peek. Isn't it like Letters to something? What's Letters to Hirojima? No. Is that with Nicolas Cage? No. I don't know. No. All I... No. All I know is it's always on Mojo's like top ten like twist endings, and it's one of them where like he's. I, I, I don't know if him and the chick are breaking up or what the fuck. Oh, I think it's like a Dear John letter is what it's called or something like that. The movie. Dear John? Yeah. But uh, either way, at the end of the movie, he's like standing in a tower and it turns out to be like the Twin Towers. Oh, not only I ever saw that one. Let's see. What year do you think it would have been in? I don't know. 
If you tell me the names, I can tell you the name of it. Probably. Let's see. It's got, it would have been after Twilight, though, yes? Yeah, probably. All right, so let's you see one called, like, Dear John? I think it's called Dear John. Uh, Dear John? Is it Jackal? Jackal. Is it Jackal? <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? Family Guy, where they're fucking doing the... Uh, I don't see anything called Dear John. <laughs> it's Family Guy, where they're doing the, the drawing remember thing, me? and that guy... Oh, yeah, I think that's what it is, is Remember Me. And it came out the same year as... Uh, the Twilight Saga is that oh yeah that's him with the bitch uh, a romantic drama centered on two lovers Tyler's Prince okay yeah that's good. yeah that's it okay yeah like I don't I don't remember what happens in the movie but uh yeah what, what did you how, why would this movie be like how did you see this it, I just said it's, it was in like Mojo's like top 10 twist oh endings. okay got you got you cause I, I like movies that have like twists in it and I'm watching it I'm like okay that's cool whatever and then there's on this one I'm like okay well what's the twist gonna be and then and there, just standing and there in the is a twist. Uh, there always is. <laughs> and we show it. We show it. We all. show all of it. I like that. I'm going to watch it now. It's so funny, Craig. It's so, so funny, funny. Andrew. Um, did we ever get to the bottom of that juggernaut question? 